Hey, everybody, and welcome out to another fun-filled episode of Burnt Popcorn. I'm your host, Mike Laidman, and I'm joined with none other than... Laura Laidman. Each and every week, we take a movie from our past, and we have a look back and see if it's just nostalgia keeping our high praise of classic films afloat, or if it really is the real deal and worthy of all the adulation. How are you doing, hon? Well, I'm getting over being sick. Yeah. And that sucks. Um, thankfully, not COVID sick, just regular cold. I mean, to be fair, since we have been vaccinated, fully vaccinated, technically, I guess it it could be. Co- it's, it's just a cold. It's but, just a cold. But, well, I mean, we're, you're sneezy. Sneezy's not a, a cold. Yeah, I was sneezy. I was congested. That's all it was. My, uh, my, uh, I was just congested. It was just a summer cold. Yeah. Our kid moved to a different room in daycare and thus brought home new germs. Yes, that's usually how that kind of thing yeah. goes. Toddlers are germ factories. Kids are germ factories. It's true. But they're cute. They are cute. The kids, not the germs. No. So that's kind of stunk being sick, but I'm feeling a lot better now. And it might also be the medicine. That's good. Yeah. Medicine helping in things. Drugs. Drugs, drugs. are great. Beer's good too. Drugs. Drugs. Drugs are good. That's not a song. I made it. It could one. be. It is now. Yeah, so that's how my day's going. What about you? My day's okay. I'm also somewhat sick. Well, <laughs> not you, as bad you as you. Didn't get it? I, it hit me you. hard. It I did. was I was knocked out for a couple days with it, and again, not in like the sense of like I should go to the hospital hard. Just I was tired and I couldn't stop. You called in sick from work. Which I called is... in sick from work because I just wanted to lay down. I napped on the couch and watched Old Simpsons. Yeah, which really is not a bad way to spend a day. No, as as we've established, nostalgia is great. I agree. And, you know, it can it can be a good time. You can go back and watch a thing that you loved and it still is great. Or sometimes you can you can watch something and maybe maybe it doesn't hold up quite as well as you'd hoped it would. What we should do is we should make a podcast oh, where we look genius. at things that hold up or don't hold up. We should call it Do It Hold Up. Do it hold up. Do it hold up. Anyway, do you want to go back to 1994? <laughs> uh, yeah, why not? Let's do it. Shall we? This week, we will be talking about True Lies, which came out back in 1994. For 15 years, Harry Tasker's been leading a double life. Mr. President, one of our best men is inside. Transmitting now. Right on time. Now. They're about to collide. What's your exit strategy? I'm going to walk right out of the front gate. Yeah, that worked good. Right out the old front gate. Can you back a second? What's the Tasker's office? Hi, it's Helen. Is he in? Harry's in a sales meeting, Mrs. Tasker. It's not like he's saving the world or anything. Well, see, this is the problem with terrorists. They're really inconsiderate when it comes to people's schedules. Hi, Helen. Harry forgot something back at the office. Whenever I can't sleep, I just ask him to tell me about his day. Six seconds and I'm out. Harry! Uh-oh. What were you doing there? Wouldn't believe me if I told you. Do you know what this is? Is it a water heater? Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a Soviet MIRF-6 from an SS-22N launch vehicle. I married Rambo. Jamie Lee Curtis. Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. True lies. What can I say? I'm a spy. I'm not really good with making sounds. That's that's what sound is that supposed to be? It's from Wayne's World. Why are we doing the Wayne's World sound again? Well, because it's good. It's a flashback sound. Yeah. So uh, July of 1994, July 6th, Forrest Gump is released. Ah, Forrest Gump. Well, you know what's funny? I've never seen Forrest Gump. Really? I've seen it, and it hits the criteria for being on the show. So sooner or later. Yeah, I've never seen it. I honestly haven't actually seen a ton of Tom Hanks movies. You know what's actually? I was looking at the list of movies we've done so far, and we haven't done a Tom Hanks movie yet. No. I Well, part of the criteria is to pick them is at least the person picking has to have seen it before to compare it to yeah. that. And I haven't seen a ton of Tom Hanks movies. I've okay. seen- This is going to be left to me then to pick all the Tom I've Hanks I've seen movies. like The Burbs and Big- and that's it 
Well, I mean, Saving Private Ryan. There's a there's a couple I've been floating around. But that's like it. That's one of them, actually, Saving Private Ryan. Don't get me wrong. I love Tom Hanks, but the old Tom Hanks movies haven't seen time. July 18th, Crayola announces introduction of scented crayons. Also on July 18th, Kiss from a Rose is released by Seal. Remember how you said you weren't good at sound effects? There's other things you're not as good at. I know. I'm. Re- I've got my sexy singing voice, like Phoebe, when she's sick. Oh, I see. When I was sick, when I worked at the radio station, there was a time when I was so sick that my voice was like super, like, and they're like, Mike, we want you to go do some promo reads. And I went and I read a whole bunch of promos, like with the real deep voice <laughs> so oh. yeah so they had me read a bunch of ads i thought it was really funny that that's what they did but on july 20th supreme leader of north korea kim il-sung is placed in a public mausoleum at the kam susan palace of the sun fun times and now we're all in like is kim jong-un alive is he dead is he a imposter who's who's really running north korea these days we don't know isn't it like like if his sister takes over, it's really bad because there was that. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's bad. I just uh, it's kind of what because like apparently he died. Yeah, but he might not have died, but they were like, no, he died. But now it's like, no, it's a body double, but maybe it's not. He's fine. It's so hard know. to say. I, I, North Korea is a weird place. It is a weird place. I don't want to go to there. I don't think you could if you wanted. You to. can actually. Oh, okay. I maybe not right now with COVID, but uh, I'm sure they're not doing super hot with COVID over there. No, I always like the, the Korean. Famine's no help. No, that's never helping. though. No. I always like the story about the the state of the art city that they built that oh, no one lives in. Yeah, it's only yeah. for tourists. Yeah, they're like ten tourists they let in a year. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, not, not that uh, this is a North Korea podcast. No, these are these are <laughs> different terrorists because they've done north korean terrorists in movies right yeah they actually changed do you remember the there was a patrick swayze movie i don't think you've seen it you might have i don't know i haven't seen a ton of patrick swayze movies. it's called red dawn i haven't seen it. and it's about they remade that they remade it and the remake has chris hemsworth in it and the remake is north korea so there you go well this one isn't north korean terrorists it's curiously indeterminate arabic indeterminate arabic which is one yeah. of the things I'm sure we will discuss. Yeah. Because it's gotten some flack for it since. Shall we discuss the 1994 box office before we get into that? Yeah, sure. So we very recently, unfortunately, did 1994 in the summer. Yes. With The Mask, which was also my pick. Yes. Uh, Someone tends to pick the 90s a lot. I like the 90s. <laughs> the dream of the 90s is alive in me. <laughs> okay. So That's two songs you've popped out this I time. Know. Flintstones kicked off Memorial Day, then Speed, then something called Wolf that has Jack Nicholson. Oh, and I know Piper. Wolf. It's like a werewolf movie. You don't say. Well, you, maybe you think he's like the Wolf of Wall Street or something. But no, it's a werewolf movie. Uh-huh. I've never seen it, but I know it's a werewolf movie. So then we got Lion King, which took in $40 million, And Forrest Gump took in $24 million. And then we had True Lies at $25.8 million, but it was beaten again by Forrest Gump at $21.9 million. Top three films of the year were... Forrest Gump at $329.7 million, Lion King at $312.8 million, and True Lies at $146.3 million at number three. So that's quite the drop from one, two, and three. But I mean, two big movies kind of dominated, and then True Lies. But so third biggest movie of the year, though. Yeah, that's nothing, nothing to sneeze at. No, definitely no. not. So how, how do you remember this movie? This is another one I remember renting. Yeah. From the old Video 99. It might not have been Video 99 at that point, to be honest. 1994, it might have been one of the other video rental stores of the day. Because mm. I remember there was a couple others. There was a... It's still there. There's a building in downtown Hagersville that used to be... I say downtown Hagersville, like that's the thing. Yeah. And not like a cross Next time we're out there, I'll, I'll show you where the video stores used to be. Because there were several. Okay. And this place sold electronics and like dishwashers and appliances and then upstairs was a video rental spot was it owned by the same place yeah 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 there was actually several spots um do you know where that gypsum mine is near my parents no no i don't hey you know when you go along the highway and it goes like six five four three two one kind of and the baseball diamond okay yeah 
well, you know where there's a sign across the street from the baseball diamond that's for the gypsum mine? Oh, okay. That used to be a video rental store. Oh. <laughs> well. In the middle of nowhere. But like it served a purpose for all the people who lived in the middle of this farming community. Yeah, like, you, did, you got a video store out of it. It was halfway between two small towns. So it, it actually, and the guy did TV repair too. And sold TVs and stuff. Nice. He's friends with my parents. Old CRTVs, like CRT TVs, those are hard to repair. Yeah. Like way harder than like modern day TVs. I'm not shocked. Like you can kill yourself if you don't know how to repair a CRT TV. Right? Yeah. And back in the day, people actually repaired stuff instead of replacing it because like it was still cheaper to do that. And now it's TVs are so cheap. Why would you pay someone to repair it when you can buy a 70 inch flat screen smart TV from China for 50 bucks? I wish it was that. We'd have like five. They were 50 no. bucks. Okay. I love that you're like, we can't have the Chinese TV. Now I'm going to go look at my TikToks. Thank you. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I'm a Google Pixel. Well, Google's not China. Yeah, but they're still spying on me. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, the ads I've been getting lately. I'm Are you getting sorry. the ads for the cereal yet? Not yet. Not the one I talked about. I, I bought it on the podcast, though, that I listened to. I mean, if this place wants to sponsor our podcast, I'll show for $10 cereal. But yeah, yeah. Magic Spoon. Give me some money. Yeah. This is not an ad for them. Don't no. buy it until they give us money. No. I want to try it, but it's sponsor the podcast first. <laughs> Don't buy it unless we talk about it again. Yeah, once they pay us. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. But no, I remember renting it and like my parents, like I said, I've said before, are huge action movie star stars. What? What was that wow. sentence? Huge jacks? <laughs> that is... The beer mixed with the cold medication. Apparently. With, who knows what at this I point. think we're in for a fun podcast. If no, that's I the... barely even had like two sips of that beer. It's too sour. <laughs> no, they, they love action movies, right? And they love Arnold. Of course. I mean, who Arnold back in the Arnold? day. Who doesn't love Arnold? And this might have been my introduction to Jamie Lee Curtis, too. Oh, really? And like, I'm sure you are aware and like assume i love jamie Lee curtis oh of course yeah. i mean halloween right right like, like, even like, if even if she didn't like anything else she did halloween i i love jamie Lee curtis i i think she's fantastic i i've never seen a performance from her i didn't enjoy and she seems like she's honestly a really cool person in general yeah she seems like she's a lot of fun yeah she and likes a lot of cool things yeah like she seems like a really cool person and she's married to Christopher Guest, and she's a like lady of England. Is she? Oh yeah, because or like a baroness or something. Yeah, because Christopher, we... Christopher Guest, his father was like a baron, and then his father passed away, so now he's like the baron, and she's married to him. Hmm. I wonder why we never, you know, call. I guess she doesn't get the title because she's his wife. She and, is, but she we don't go walk around calling her lady. No, but she doesn't. It's not like her jam. She she keeps her professional and her private life pretty separate, which mm. is probably smart. Yeah, probably. She survived in Hollywood. And plus, I'm not sure you know, she, she's been sober for a long time. She wasn't sober when she made this movie. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, she, she had quite an addiction issue for a long time. Oh. You want to know something I learned? She's my age in this movie. Oh, really, eh? That's the one thing about Jamie Lee Curtis. I like Jamie Lee Curtis. I like, except for the old slashers, I've always just in my head, Jamie Lee Curtis is 45. <laughs> why why would you i don't that? know maybe it's because like she plays a lot of moms uh, yeah i guess maybe that's what it is or like i said my my real introduction to jamie lee was at this point and I, anyway but i just i was like i'm the same age as jamie lee in this movie arnold's like 10 years older though well yeah that's kind of how movies go i know but anyway so i'm kind of like maybe it's time for me to start having an adventure with a car salesman who pretends to be a CIA agent like you know Bill Paxton may he will rest in peace because he was the bomb yeah but you know like you know maybe maybe I need that adventure in my life 36 years old need, need an adventure so you need an affair is what you're saying they don't have an affair she doesn't want to sleep with him she just wants the adventure we'll get into it Okay. Anyway, but I remember really liking it. I remember I, I know, my parents I know, I bought know. this movie. It's another one they have on VHS that I could steal from them. <laughs> but yeah, I remember they bought it. And um, it was a popular movie in my household growing up. We watched it fairly regularly. I feel like it was kind of the same with me. We were, I remember renting, I, I believe it was a blockbuster night. 
that we had. Oh yeah, because you were one. a city boy. So I was a city boy. We lived. The, there was a blockbuster right by our house. We went there. We went there like every week. To that oh yeah, back in the day, you who didn't go to a video store every week? Yeah, it's I remember. I remember like, like when my parents like we'd be sitting there and I'd be like, "What are we doing tonight?" And they'd stare at me and I'd be like, "Are, are, are we renting a movie?" And and every so often, I got a treat where I got to rent a video game <gasps> and I got to rent a Super Nintendo game. Oh my! God, every once in a while, we got to rent. When I got a little older, it was my sister was probably two or three. It wasn't the Video 99, and it wasn't the one about the appliance store, but there was another video store that's beside where the subway is now in what used to be a house, and that place rented out systems, too, and I'd mm. rent out the Sega and rent out the Disney games. Nice. It's like Aladdin. Aladdin. The Sega Genesis Aladdin is way better than the Super Nintendo Aladdin. Anyway. Anyway. What? Okay. Well, we can talk about that another time, I suppose. But yeah, no, I remember uh, liking it. I remember, I feel like it was one of those movies where my parents were, like, were kind of like, should we have let him watch this? Because it's, it's not that bad, but there's well, a lot of like stuff that at the time I didn't understand, you know, and I get it a lot more now, obviously, but yeah, like I, I there's a lot of stuff that gets talked about in this movie that, I, that at the time I feel like it, I don't I don't know I was ten. It's, it's rated PG. It's it's honestly for is it a, rated PG? There's a lot of f bombs in a movie. This movie then do they really say the f bomb a lot? Because it is rated PG. They say I I one of my notes is about him saying the f bomb in the movie. Oh, I mean, it, so if you look at the parental guide, which is run by users, yeah. Sex and nudity, moderate. I mean, the really the only nudity is is the dancing scene. Jamie Lee dancing. Yeah, I remember thinking she was so cool. Violence and gore. I mean, obviously, it's an action. movie. It's an action movie. Yeah, but it's uh, it's it's nothing. It's not like blood. It's it's not total recall. No, there's no blood. Like it's, it's the very like violent slight. Profanity is moderate. Alcohol, drugs, and smoking mild. And frightening, intense scenes is moderate. But what I do remember also, something I do remember about this movie. Is that? Oh, can I? I'm sorry. So someone has actually gone through and put in a specific guide, okay, to the profanity, okay, in this movie. There are eight f bombs. See? No, sorry, I read that wrong. Three f bombs. That's still more than you would normally get in a PG movie. And then there are eight other more mild swears, including "goddamn," "shit," "dick." Bob. So three f bombs. That's uh, and that's more than because like, now you only get one in a PG thirteen. Yeah, and it, and it can't be. Rule? I don't know, and it, and it can't be related to sex. It has to be. It has to be. Fuck you. Not I'm gonna fuck yeah. you. Yeah, which is stupid. <laughs> but agree. what can you do? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. But I I do remember especially the fact that that we watched this on VHS because I remember specifically. That I was watching this with my brother, and he thought that there are two parts in this movie that are so funny. And because it was VHS, we would rewind it and play it, and rewind it and play it, and rewind it and play it. And those two moments in the movie where when Arnold finds out that his wife is, quote unquote, having an affair, yeah. and he's walking in front of traffic, and the bus almost hits him, and then Tom Arnold's like, fucker. Yeah. My brother thought that was so funny the way he said it. So he would just kept rewinding it and playing it and playing it and playing. So that moment is one that's ingrained in my brain forever. Hey, as I always remember, fucker. Like <laughs> he's a big guy and he's good with ropes. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one is that I always remember is it's in the driving with Simon scene <sighs> where he's he's like uh, you know a pair of titties make you want to beg for buttermilk ask like a ten year old boy punch and then he's th that was the other thing so my brother rewound that so that's why I have that that little section of his speech memorized because I heard it so many times because Tim would just rewind it and fast and then play back the punch and then rewind it and play back the punch so that's why I know that section of the movie very well. <laughs> say that honestly though for a, an action movie that it, it is all very mild so yeah I, I really wonder when they got stricter on the ratings because i feel like that was probably something around 1999 2000 where things started to get a lot more conservative in the united states again maybe maybe but 
Let's actually get into the movie. Yeah, can we? Yeah, let's get into the movie itself. I don't know why I put my notes away because we just started talking. But yeah, so we start off with the infiltration at the party scene. Oh my God, it was so much fun. Oh my God. Okay, so That whole scene is just a, a hoot. Yeah. And so like right off the bat, so this is a thing that I never understood when I was a kid is Arnold is under the water and he's like under the ice mm-hmm. and he's cutting open the boat dock. I never realized it was a boat dock. I thought it was like a path and he was underneath it somehow. Like like, like a walking path. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that that could be the kind of gate that a boat gate could have. I was just like, oh, what's going, how's he, how's that happening? I never understood that, yeah. that part. Okay. Which is dumb. Like as soon as you figure it out, like it's fairly obvious now that it's like, oh, that's just ice and such. But yeah, no, for whatever reason, I thought he was like under the, the, there was like a road and he was like under it, but swimming under it. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Never, it didn't make any sense. I but. remembered that the movie started with a party scene. Yes. And st- and explosions. But, and I, I specifically remember the dogs and the like ski The rubber dogs. Yeah. When he smacks those two dogs yeah. together. Yeah. Okay. I, I remember all that, but like. I don't like. I remember it being fun, but I watching it now. I was like, "This is still a lot of fun." Yeah, it is a lot of fun, and it was really funny too because we were talking before about watching this because I had to dig out. We still have not completely unpacked from our mood, which was months ago, but it was two months ago. It's that is months plural, months ago. No, it's not even. We we haven't even been here full two months. Anyway. I had to hunt down the DVD yep. and we don't have, there's no Blu-ray. There's no Blu-ray of True Lies. And it was kind of funny because I was sitting watching this, this opening sequence where he's like running away from the, the guys on the, on the, the snowmobiles and, and everything. Skidoos. Well, whatever they were. Anyway, he's running away from them and the, there's this fun action sequence of them and like fighting down the hill. And it kind of hit me. While I was watching it, I'm like, maybe they don't put this movie on Blu-ray because it will be more obvious that like 50% of this movie is Arnold's stunt double. Oh. Yeah, like that entire sequence when he's running down the hill, it's like, that is not Arnold. That is not Arnold at all. <laughs> like, oh. if it was a If it was a close-up, it was very obviously Arnold. But if it was a faraway shot, it was not Arnold at all. Interesting. Okay, so see, this is... I noticed the rubber dogs. Yeah. And I, I... I remember the rubber dogs from when I was a kid. Like, the okay. rubber dogs are very obviously rubber dogs. But, like, now I feel like I want to bust out the DVD again and watch that because I didn't realize. It's, like, the entire movie. If if there was, like... I even noticed near the end when he's, when he's fighting the dudes on the island, like, if it's a f- far away shot, like a full body shot him fighting... It's the stunt double. It's not Arnold. Uh, it, it was like that the entire movie. If it was a faraway shot, it wasn't Arnold. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I also loved, though, mm-hmm. not that, but then once he's done there, we immediately switch to normal family life, Harry. Before we get to this, though, oh, okay. I re- there's one scene of the party that I just want to talk about is... I love that he infiltrates, you know, he infiltrates and he and he takes over the computer and his buddy's hacking in and everything. And then he walks out of the the office where he's doing all this and he goes over, the guard comes up to him and he says to the guard, you know, where's the bathroom? I have to take a piss. And I like that the, the subtitles note that what he has just said is in perfect Arabic. Yes. <laughs> I've never seen that before. Because we're old and we watch everything with subtitles. Well, yeah, but but I've never seen it, like, not, not, I don't mean I've never seen that before, but I've never seen, like, it's essentially an extra joke where it's like, not only is he saying this funny thing, but like, that's literally what he's saying. Like, that is a perfect translation of what he is saying. Like, it's really... F- it's like a second joke on top of the first joke. I, I but I always thought, even as a, even younger, when I would watch this movie, I, I thought that was an amazing little bit in the in the whole sequence. Well, I Harry mean, is amazing at what he does. Yeah, like he's very good at everything he does. He's but incredibly that's well so, and that's exactly it. He is fantastic at being a spy. What he is not fantastic at is being a husband and father. No, no. So he gets home and he's super distracted. So Jamie Lee Curtis, who's you know, I honestly, because he apparently 
didn't think she would be a good match initially as his wife in this movie. Right. And then he was so impressed with her performance and that he was like, no, she deserves top billing. I, di- I didn't notice that she had top billing. Yeah. So Arnold was like, no, 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 I was wrong. She is perfect. I felt out of all the like ladies that we've seen Arnold, like in like Total Recall and like, you know, cause he, you know, not a commando. He didn't have a wife predator, but like. No, but he had that, the pilot. That was with him in yeah, Canada. but I feel like out of all the, the Jamie Lee is like the most realistic pairing, mm-hmm. I would say, with Arnold. She keeps up with him very well, exactly, because especially when she like needs to get shit done, mm-hmm. she does, and she's very she's a very self sufficient woman, and she makes a great partner for him. So I feel like it's a very believable partnership. Did you like how they like tried to uglo- ugly her up before, like before Dowdy. she goes? Yeah, oh, just make her as plain as they possibly could. It doesn't work. It doesn't no. work. I would like to say the same thing about myself in my dirty sweater and my track pants and my hair semi greasy right now because I need a shower. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, but you know, I'm still beautiful, dear. Anyway. But yeah, so he's super distracted as a husband, obviously, because his job obviously is like saving the world. Yeah, he's clearly he's not even like he's he's not like he's not neglecting his family because he's a bad father. He's neglecting his family. Be- he's a bad father because his job. He's a bad husband and father because his job takes so much of his concentration. Concentration. Yeah, yeah. So I loved because she's Helen is trying to tell him, like. You know, she had to get this fixed and that fixed and everything else. And he's just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And she's like, yeah. So I slept with the plumber to like get the price down. And yeah. he's just like, yeah, that's great, dear. Because he's not paying attention great at all. Great idea. Yeah. And like, it's such a good juxtaposition from Harry as super spy to Harry as dud of a dad. So we see he's not perfect at everything he does right off the hop. It really establishes, because the movie itself is a marriage movie first and an action movie second yeah like it's it's interesting i i remember the movie being more of an action movie and now that i'm watching it it reaches a point where it stops being an action movie and becomes like this family relationship movie yeah and i want to call it a family drama but it's still it's a family dramedy yeah and then it's suddenly in an action movie. Yeah, like it, like completely, like it's bookended by this action movie. Yeah, like it starts as action, 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 and then there's a point where it hits the 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 Simon subplot, mm-hmm. and then it just becomes a family like dramedy for a while, and then it becomes the action comedy again. Like okay, so but then what's what's Tom Arnold's character's name? Oh, God, I don't remember. I'm so bad with names. Yeah, (laughs) Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold shows up, and he's helping Harry get ready in the morning and blah, blah, blah. And then they start talking about Harry's daughter. Yes. Who's Elijah Dushku. Which is funny. If you remember, we talked about this on a previous episode. I thought Elijah Dushku was the daughter of somebody else in a different movie. But it was this movie was the one I was thinking of. So anyway... And he's, they start discussing, she's like, what, 14? And that's 14, 15? Yeah. At the time, I'm pretty sure the actress herself was 14 from what I read up on this. Mm-hmm. And they're discussing her sex life. And that, that was weird, icky. And then it gets ickier when you find out what happened on the set of the movie. Right. So. D- yeah. Okay. I guess. Really, really briefly. Yeah, trigger yeah. warning. The stunt rigger, stunt coordinator of this movie groomed her and assaulted her and then when she told he got her seriously hurt yeah so um he's a monster Mm -hmm. and so then i mean we're talking about how this movie holds up so when you add that knowledge into them actively discussing this underage girl's sex life yeah uh, yeah you pointed this out to me like near the end of the movie, like it, during the Harrier sequence, you pointed this yeah, out. Yeah, because that's like, where she got hurt. Yeah, and then I'm like, wow, that really like really puts a damper on the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, but that's the scene she gets hurt in because she's rigged up and everything. She broke like a bunch of ribs or something. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. bad people out there. 
there are bad people out there. But instead of focusing on that, because as much as it's, we need to make sure people are aware of that. Yes. Um, can we talk about the horse versus the bike? Yes. I, I wanted to go to the horse for that whole sequence. So obviously a bit of a story jump here is they're following up on a lead and the guy who's the villain, the, in, the indiscriminate Arabic villain. Yeah. He tails them. They're, they're following him home, yep. which he's like, well, I can't bring my family home, you know, or I can't bring him home to my, where my family lives. They'll kill them, et cetera, et cetera. So they get out. And then they have this fight scene that's in a bathroom, which, yeah. which flashing lights, flashing lights you can watch, which is too bad because it was a lot of fun. Because yep. there's this whole sequence with the dude in the bathroom who's like already in there when he goes that in there. I, that I could see because that, that's, uh, but like, because yeah, I'm one of those people who can't handle flashing lights. Yeah. It's, which I'm really sorry too because every so often I'll pick a movie that's full of them, like the entire ending of Aliens, but, or Alien rather. But so, that scene happens. That's a lot of fun. It becomes, it stops being a foot chase and then it becomes a motorcycle versus horse chase. As oh you. my God. And it was so much fun. Also, another sequence where it's Arnold stunt double almost the entire time. <laughs> yeah. I just, I love that he commandeers a police horse. Yes. I love that he like, he just grabs the horse and the guy flies off. And he's like, sorry. Like the whole movie is just him running around going like, sorry. Yeah, sorry. He's super it's charming. So, yeah. It's incredibly funny. But, this is when I went, a movie like this could not be made mm -hmm. today because Harry's secret identity would be so blown so quick. Mm -hmm. Oh, because of people's cell phones and everything. Yeah, everybody yeah. would be. If you saw downtown, mm -hmm. a man on a horse chasing a man on a bike. And I don't mean like a bicycle. He's still on a bicycle or not. Yeah, yeah. But not like a dirt bike. You'd be filming. Yes, of course. And then people would be posting it to like TikTok mm -hmm. with like, oh no, oh no, oh no, <laughs> on it and like stuff, right? Like it would just be full of that. And instantly it'd be on the news mm -hmm. and like, you know, highlight reels and blah, blah, blah. Like, like it does make the news in the, sh in the movie, but it's also grainy. Yeah. Like there's no footage of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so they, He's able to get away with doing this sort of espionage on home turf without being caught. And today, his wife and kid would be like, "Wait, that's dad." On that's this TikTok. dad. Yeah, on this HD video shot on someone's phone. Mm -hmm. Dad, why are you stealing a horse? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. How's, it was for my computer conference. Uh, sorry. I'll tell you about modems again. Yeah. yeah listen. Bore you about modems. Yeah. yeah. So, but then they ride the bike and the horse up elevators. Yes. <laughs> and then he manages to ride the bike across a rooftop and over a street and into a pool. Yeah. He jumps. Yeah. Which I don't think he could have done. It's a movie. And then Arnold tries to do the same thing with the horse. Yes. Thankfully, the horse is like, The no, horse I'm is out. like, no, this is dumb. And stops. Yeah. I was like, uh, good horse. Mm -hmm. And then, so, obviously, the guy's gotten away. And they're worried about this guy because he's got nukes. They're like, he's planning on a big Yeah, they, 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 they talk to Nick Fury. And they tell Nick Fury that the, he's trying to smuggle He's based stolen. on Nick Fury. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's pretty obvious he's well, based on Nick Fury. Charlton Heston's character, for if you're following along at home, looks exactly like Nick Fury. Yeah, on purpose, purposely yeah. based on Nick Fury. But yeah, he. So Arnold's spy agency is the same sort of spy agency that. Um, what's that? Shield. No. Well, maybe. But I was thinking, um, Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Oh, the IMF. Yeah. The Impossible Mission Federation Force. <laughs> what's Tom Cruise's character? Ethan Hunt? Uh, that's the name. Yeah. So he works for one of those sort of, sort of spy agencies, right? Yeah. It's not technically, it's not on the record part of the government. And all they work on is like the world could end cases yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So like these are all like super cases, right? And so they got to track this guy down, blah, blah, blah. And part of what's going on is he, they're using some art dealer to s somehow she's connected and they got to figure out how. Yeah. And so Arnold goes to meet with her 
And this is right after he's finding out that something's going on with his wife. Right. Yeah. And he is so like just gobsmacked that his wife that he ignores constantly might be having an emotional affair. Mm-hmm. Might be having a physical affair. Well, he thinks she's having a physical yeah. affair at the time. And he's just gobsmacked by it. But at the same time, he's out there flirting with Relic Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Getting all up in her business. Yes. Well, that's his job. Yeah, he's uh-huh. into it. Oh, I mean, but is he... Who knows? I mean, he, maybe does he does the tangle with this woman. Yeah. And, like, he's all being, like... But we don't think he... I mean, it's not explicitly said that he's, like, sleeping with people for his job. But he's... He is as much carrying on emotional dalliances as his wife is but he's not doing it because he likes her he's doing it to get close to her to find the friggin nukes i don't know he's still all pissed off and it's like harry that's not fair we all got our reasons man your wife is being ignored by you at home and she's finding excitement emotionally in another person and i mean you're a bit of a hypocrite harry i mean and that might be on purpose yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, after- can we, yeah, sorry. Can we talk about Simon? Yeah, I was can actually about to about say, this I affair? was bringing it into this. I was yes. actually going to say after this whole sequence we, is when we the movie changes gears yes. and becomes this whole movie about finding out what the truth is with Helen is. Because it like takes a huge detour. Yeah. Like, like I, I don't remember. I remembered it being shorter than this. Mm-hmm. And it is like half the movie. Well, that's it. So you, you're following Arnold and all his espionage and a little bit of his like family ignorance. And then he goes to show up and see his wife at lunch. Yeah. And that's when we find out about this guy that she's talking to on the phone. And it's just at that point, it's curveball and yeah. the movie changes gears. Yeah. It, it because like he starts using a company, you know, like surveillance on the, this whole thing. He doesn't and- give a shit about these nukes. That no, the world. He, he does. He stops paying attention to the nukes entirely. We do not hear anything about the nuke plot it's a good thing the terrorist waited until he got his wife situation figured out oh yeah definitely definitely but like they wait and and it's not mentioned again until it is mentioned again and when it is it's the rest of the movie and like it's it, very convenient timing for him it's it very helps convenient save his timing. marriage it does it helps his marriage immensely but yeah so the simon so he, he i love it when they first are like wait a minute like he's a spook who who is he who is he because they're overhearing him talking about they like, meet in like a chinese food restaurant chinese restaurant and he's like, meet me at the same place. Yeah, at the usual place. The usual place. And mm-hmm. she's like, and she's so excited about it. And like, because her life is so poor. Like, her kid doesn't, kids all grown. Her husband's never home. Like, her, she's like a legal clerk. Yeah. Or something. Her job's boring. She just wants a little excitement in her life. Mm-hmm. So she's helping who she thinks is a real secret agent. I wonder how they met. They showed it in the movie. Well, they were in the restaurant, but like how? His gimmick is he pretends he's a secret agent. Yeah. They literally show her having lunch in the restaurant on her own. He's walking by. He checks her out. And then he runs over and goes, hold on to my briefcase. I need you to hold on to it. And then he leaves. You forgot that whole part? 100%. I think this when we watched this, it was right at the start of me not feeling good. I see. So it was like things got a little foggy. Maybe considering you don't remember the entire plot point of how they met, which is done in, as a flashback during the interrogation sequence. Yes, but yeah. So Harry, yes, dedicates. So like Helen is having the time of her life just with this excitement, and Harry needs to ruin it. <laughs> He needs to know the truth. He, he thinks his wife think does, is cheating on he him. He doesn't need to know the truth. You know what he needs to do if he needs to know the truth? He needs to say, Helen, I showed up at your work for lunch today, and I noticed you went out, and I overheard, and I hate that I eavesdropped, I overheard you having a conversation with someone, and then I heard you and your coworker talking, and I have to admit I was a little shocked, otherwise I would have said something then. And I didn't know what to do. And I wanted to talk to you privately. What is going on? We need to have a frank discussion. Mm-hmm. If he wanted to know the truth, that's what he would have done. Instead, he spent thousands of dollars. Of, of taxpayer dollars. Of taxpayer dollars to gaslight his wife. 
<laughs> but it makes for a much more entertaining. Oh, hundred percent. It makes for a way better. Hey, movie. Helen, are you cheating on me? Because uh, I, I mean, he he does. He he says, "I came by your work and you weren't here." Does he like, smash a glass in he, his hand? I don't remember the, the glass. That's like that's, tense and. But like, yeah, he, it's like zooming in on his face as she's telling the lie about like going to the and he gets to, that to the face. office, and he's like, like you could, his jaw is twitching. Like, yeah. it's so good. It's yeah, so like, funny. He does a great job in this like at the beginning of the movie it's very like arnold yeah it, it's just it's an arnold action but then movie. when you start getting into the family stuff he actually gets to flex his acting muscles a bit and, and his I'm comedy like, muscles and it's because co- he's very it's funny so funny like he's a funny man the 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 whole scene where he's talking with simon and every time and simon says something stupid yeah he's simon says something stupid and he's not looking and Arnold's faces are so good. Like the the just the looks he gives them every time. It's just so when he funny. imagines like hitting him in the face and oh everything like God. that. It's just it's so funny. Oh yeah. Cause like Simon's got this whole guy, he's driving around this old Corvette and he acts like he's like, you know, doing this whole like get up and it's all a lie to like trick women into sleeping with him. And they so he gets her to show up at this trailer with yeah, him. Yeah, and, and that's where he's going to make his big move. But they, so then the army guys show up, not yeah, army, but yeah, like the, the black ops guys, and they saw part of the trailer. Yeah, and like everything. And she, that whole sequence, like, is, you know is so funny. Good for Helen. She's like not going down without a fight. And then, <laughs> and then, Tom Arnold hits her on the head with his gun, and Arnold just. <laughs> Punches she him. just clocks him. Could you imagine getting hit in the face by Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh my in his god! Prime? Oh my god! You'd be dead. Yeah. Tom Arnold is lucky. He's to got be alive. a block of a head. Oh yeah. But like, yeah, he just ha- under. Why would he hit Helen with a gun? I mean, I know she's kicking ass. Well, I mean, he's he, that. This is probably what they do, right? Like he's. Oh, it's probably his, instinct. His too. training just kicked in. Yeah, right? and meanwhile, Arnold's, Arnold's just like, like, "Don't you touch my wife!" <laughs> like, <laughs> bam, bitch goes down. Oh my god, Arnold, super bitch. And then like the, 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 they load her in the van and they drive away, and Arnold is son of a. Bitch! Ah, just oh, uh, they the 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 whole sequence is just so it's good, so funny. It's and then so Simon good. like pisses his pants, yes, like threatening him, like he pees his pants. I love I I got a little dick. It's pathetic. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like <laughs> the trick is the only way I get women to sleep with me. I got uh, a little dick, and he starts peeing his pants. He's so. Fu- Bill Paxton is a treasure. I know. I miss Bill Paxton. I know. Yeah, there's, he's one of those actors that like every time he was in something, I was like, he's just a delight. He's so funny in this. Yeah. He got like a Golden Globe for this. Did he really? He was nominated. He was, we should have known. You're the one that I did. I, it's written down. I just don't remember. But yeah, he, and he deserves because he's very funny in this. Yeah. Like, because we've now seen Bill Paxton in several movies and, and all this is quite different movies. The second Arnold movie he's in that we've talked about mm-hmm. too. Uh, no. Yeah, he with his little smarmy mustache, oh dirtbag mustache. Oh, everything he used car salesman everything about him is so dirty. I just even like, the way he like slurps down his hot dog. He's scummy. Like it's he's so just, he, good. You're just scum next to Krusty. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember, I was I remember when we were watching the movie the other night, and and we're watching like the bit where it, it, this exact sequence we're talking about where they're loading him into the van, they're loading them into the van after raking through the trailer and everything, and I'm like, like I know that there's the whole bookend with the action movie and stuff. I would watch, I would watch this entire movie if it was just the Helen Simon. Oh yeah. Harry stuff. It's a great story. Like, it could have ended after like the ending of the movie could have been the hotel sequence and I would have been very happy. Like and then oh yeah, no. This whole sequence is is amazing. So then Harry concocts the scheme that he is going to you know they well, do Gat- a terrible interview Oh yeah, well, yeah, interrogation. Yeah. The interrogation where Tom, Tom Arnold, Arnold is- keeps cutting in and it's like asking all the dirty questions yeah and it's just like oh my god you are not very good at your jobs no well i mean schwarzenegger keeps his questions harry keeps his questions uh professional yeah 
But like, to, I don't. Helen never wanted to sleep with this guy. She just wanted the she adventure. Wanted the she adventure. loves her husband. She's yeah. only in this for the adventure. So she, they they decide to give her some adventure. Yeah. And I know I'm like how I I know how it ends. But how what did was they think what was, was Harry's plan? How was it supposed to end? Yeah. Were they was he gonna like kiss her? And then be like, okay, go away. You can leave. And then she'd go home and be like, well, I got it out of my system. Everything's good. Yeah, like, <laughs> like back was, to what normal. What was his plan that was going to be like, he was the one in the hotel room all along? And was he going to at that point tell yeah, her the truth? Surprise, I'm actually a spy. Like, was that, because he, he's, he tells her later, obviously, because he's forced to. Yeah. But like, he... If he wasn't gonna, if he wasn't gonna tell her until he was forced to, I don't think he was gonna tell her in the hotel room. No. So what was his plan? Like a uh, a friend of mine works in Black Ops. Yeah, a friend. I was like, yeah, and like Peter Parker is friends with Spider Man. Like <laughs> Iron Man is Tony Stark's bodyguard. Yeah, like, it's, it's all <laughs> nonsense. Yeah, but. So she, they're like, okay, you have to go to this hotel room and pretend to be a hooker. And, and she shows sexy. up in the least sexy outfit. Oh my God, this dress with this big ruffles. Yeah. It looks like an old timey clown. <laughs> but that's the thing, because they do a good job of making Jamie Lee Curtis have this dowdiness to her. Right? Yeah. She's been married a long time. If their daughter is 14 and she is 36, because we're the same age. Bleh. So she had a kid at 22. Mm-hmm. Her 20s have been dedicated to being a wife and mother. Yeah. Her 30s up to this point have been wife and mother. So she's she's never had a chance to like – and she does not seem like the kind – because you can be a wife and mother and be shit and go out and party all the time. But she doesn't seem like that kind of mom. No. She seems like she'd be very dedicated to her family, professional job, the whole thing. And so for her – she doesn't even know how to, but that's the thing. If someone told me you have to go to this place and dress sexy, I don't know what I'd grab out of my closet to dress sexy. I don't think I have anything I would deem as sexy. What would you do if someone told you to be sexy? I've seen you dance. It's bad. <laughs> it's not good. I don't know, hon. I. The world's gonna end. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I mean, I, yeah, like they put a lot of pressure on her, and so, but she shows up but in this it's, terrible it's, dress. She's yes, but it's it's fake pressure. It's but still, like, she thinks it's real, yeah. But and she's thinking she's gonna have to be like pose as a sex worker, and that's. But they bizarre. told her they told her that she didn't have to have sex. She just had he to just dance. likes to watch. But even still, that's still, still. I don't yeah, know I was kind of like, what do they mean by watch? Yeah, you know, was I, she supposed to just rub one out in front of him and uh, then go home? I know it's it's all like inappropriate. Yeah. And I just like this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. When I was like, this might not be for kids. Yes, they keep it very vague of what they because uh, yes. when I was a kid, I was like, oh, he just wants to watch her dance. Mm-hmm. So she shows up and he they've recorded stuff so he doesn't sound like him and the whole thing. But she she looks at herself in the mirror and she has this revelation that it's like, what am I doing? I'm wearing this big poofy dress. Yeah, I don't look sexy. And uh, my hair is done like a mom. I've done like rollers. And like, so she, she rips off and she must have gotten this dress at like Dress Barn or something. It's poor quality. Yeah, how quickly she tears it apart. She tears this. Mesh off of yeah. it. It's not even like this thin, like the see-through, not see-through, but like the arm poofs and the neck poofs. She tears it all off, and then she pours water out of the flower vase to slick. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and she like hikes up the girls and like touches up the makeup, and she she like shows off that yes, Jamie Lee Curtis is a very attractive. Woman. Yeah, she hotty hot hots it up. Yeah. Yeah, she she's got legs for days and can't. She's exactly what Simon says. Yeah, you know what? What? what, what Ask like a ten year old boy. Yeah, like, <laughs> got a pair of titties, make you want to beg for buttermilk. Yeah, like, <laughs> but she does. So that's what she it flips that she's like. 
I am an attractive woman. Mm -hmm. I'm not just a wife and mother. I am a sexy woman. I can do this. And she goes in and they do the dance and blah, blah, blah. And then Harry's plan, he's like, rubs a rose down her. Yeah. And he kisses her and it's like, without any warning. So she doesn't know it's him. No. She cracks him on with the phone. And she hits him so hard with the phone. <laughs> so freaking funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> he so deserves a sheep. Beans him good mm -hmm. and like good for her. It's very funny. <laughs> it is very funny. Because like if he'd been thinking, he would have had her show up, look sexy, and then she would have walked in and it would have been just him sitting there in a well-lit room. Mm -hmm. And he would have been like, Helen, we need to talk. Mm -hmm. But again, there's no honesty in this marriage. No. <laughs> but at, at this this point, the rest of the movie catches up with us and we go back to the action movie. and. They kidnap Harry and they kidnap Helen. And it's so like even this bit is just so great because Helen, because she thinks that she's on a top secret mission, thinks that they're there for her. So while yeah. he's trying to be like, get rid of her, she's just a hooker. She's like, ah, no, I'm the spy. I'm the one you want. And then my locket, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. She oh, my God. It's just so funny. Like she just is not getting the hint. That he's trying to make sure, trying to save her, kind of a thing. It's so funny. Like the the reveal sequence where they go to the island and and the guys like you know tell tell everybody what this is and and then he finally has to reveal that he's a spy. Like with the sodium pentothal. With the so the sodium pentothal stuff is so good. It's like. Have you ever killed anybody? Yeah, but they were all bad. It's so good. <laughs> but I have to. Oh, so. This is where we get into Relic Hunter being an art dealer and why she's working with these people. Yeah, it basically boils down to they paid her money. But but like so they could hide yeah, bombs. They hide the bombs in like statues. But that's the thing. These are, she's going on that these are like priceless art, Persian artifacts and blah blah blah. And then they just rip them open and there's bombs inside. And I'm like, how did they get them in there in the first place? Yeah, that, it, it doesn't look – that's – I mean, it's movies, right? But that's that's what I thought too. I'm like, how did they get them in there? You know? Like, they, like what? Did they drill holes in them and, you know, get somebody to sculpt a new back on it? I guess. But like – I don't know. That seemed a little weak to me. It was just a, a reason why Tia Carrera was there because there had to be like – uh, the reason for the sexy art dealer, yeah. Yeah, the reason for the sexy art dealer. And then because Tia Carrera and Jamie Lee have a really good fight scene in the limo. Yep. <laughs> so they, Arnold picks the locks. He's drugged up, picks the locks, gets out. The, that's that whole scene where he tells the guy exactly how he can't he's gonna, lie. Exactly how he's going to kill him. And then he does it. But he, up to the, even up to the reveal of the. Do you know my handcuffs? I've picked them. I like, picked them. Oh, so good. But then Such so a good he's scene. like trying to like, but he, he Jamie Lee at one point gets what are they, Uzis? Eh? Yes, yeah, the Uzis. And she goes and she drops it and it falls down the stairs and it shoots everyone. Yes. And she's just up at the top of the stairs. Like freaking like, out. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> she does it so well. She's very funny. There's so many, like the, this whole scene. Like, I keep saying this over and over. This whole sequence is so funny. Like, but this, it's all funny. Like, it's really funny. Like when when Harry is translating the terrorist talking about his mission, like he he turns the bomb on, and Harry's like, "Uh oh!" <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> just the delivery of that line is. But so at that point, though, they they think they've killed Harry. Yes, and they kidnap the the mom because they need Helen. a hostage. They just need in a case. hostage. Yeah. And Harry shows up in the helicopter, and it's this great. I had no idea. So this is one thing I was like, as a kid, I was very confused because they're in the tropical islands, and there's a bridge all the way through it. It made no sense. They're in the Virgin Islands, which I didn't know were are all connected by a road. Yeah, they're in the like the Florida Keys. Area. Yeah, yeah. So watching it as an adult, I'm like, oh, this makes much more sense. Because as a kid, I was like, how did what? This doesn't make any sense. But now it makes sense. As a great scene with. Them pulling Jamie Lee Curtis out of the sunroof of this limo because the bridge is out because the Harrier jets yeah. have blown up the road to prevent the, the, the nukes, nukes from, from getting, getting into the country. Into the country. Yeah. 
and they pull her out of the the thing while Tia Carrera goes, yeah, right down into the. But it's a great action sequence, Mm -hmm. and I remember reading that Jamie Lee Curtis was very much like, it's like the coolest stuff I've ever done. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's like, a it's a great action sequence. It is. It's because there's that tension because they obviously save her right as the car goes over the edge, yep. and because it's like this, the bridge is out. Oh, the bridge is out, and yeah. he's just like, oh my god. Yeah, but like, <laughs> like one thing I was like, the helicopter pilot should be one of the best helicopter pilots in the world if he's working for these people. Mm-hmm. He should have been able to land that helicopter on like a moving dime. So the fact that he couldn't quite couldn't like, quite get there. It was like a ladder match in WWE. Like, uh. <laughs> yeah, it's a good way to put it. Where they're like, oh, we got to drop to give a little more tension. But then, mm-hmm. the movie's not over. No, I forgot. Like, I didn't forget, but uh, there was a point when we were watching this because we were. Because the nuke goes off. That's what the, the nuke things Yeah, I the, nuke, the nuke. Goes I remembered up. the nuke went off. Yeah. But I, I seem. I seem to remember when I was a kid, I remember that part and I just assumed the movie was over and it just kept going. And then I remembered that that's how it happened here. And as a much older person, we're watching this movie and it's at the sequence where the Harrier is flying through and it's blowing up the Oh, Harry flying the Harrier is so funny. And I'm just like, there's still a lot of the movie left. I'm really tired. <laughs> you know, like I'm just I so, was, again because so I think it was tired. also right as we were both starting to get a little sick. Yeah. So we were both like it's like nine thirty, and we're it's a long movie. It is a long movie. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a long movie, but right, yeah, you're right. At that point, I was kind of like I was starting to fade, and I'm like, I know the movie's almost over. Yeah. From from this is one of the movies I've got more notes than most. Yeah. But then we get to this scene, and I have one more note. Okay. Like literally, that's how tired I was getting. I was like, I think I might have started to doze off. It's, but again, yeah, it's but it's so funny. Like, so we get to the scene where they find out that oh, there's still more happening. The, the the guy is actually gone, and he's kidnapped the daughter. And uh, the, it it starts with another hilarious line delivery where. Helen's like, go to work. And Harry's just like, bye. And like, run. <laughs> like but yeah, and he apparently has flown these jets before. Yes. And and like uh, him flying the jet and just like driving over like police cars. Yeah. And he's like, sorry. Like, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Oops. It's like he's very like charming about it. Meanwhile, he's like, I, I gotta save my kid from a terrorist who's going to kill her. I just gonna I'll just hop in this Harrier and off I go. Yeah, he could have asked one of the pilots to fly him then. Isn't there a second seat? There was a second seat. Why didn't he just be like, hey, can you fly me over here? Well, I mean, he had to get it's it done more fun It is more fun that way. And he shows up. And again, good for his whole family because like the girl, one, the they sent a camera crew in at the demand of the And the Harry's hacker. Yeah, the guy who's he's part of the team. Poses cameraman, which is great. Mm-hmm. Very brave. Mm-hmm. But she steals the key. Very, and and this is before she knows that her dad's like a super spy. A super spy. She doesn't know. She's just doing this because she wants to thwart the terrorists. Yeah, like she's like she's very smart because like one, if she can get away mm-hmm. in a, in some sense with the key, one he can't hurt anybody with it. Two, the key is leverage. Yep. Very smart, and he chases her up a crane, and like she's. She holds it. She's like full on, like holding it over. I'm going to drop like, it. Yep. Yeah. I will drop this. And if you come any closer and if you shoot me, I'm it drops. Drop it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like, then you're screwed. So your whole plan's ruined. So what are you going to do about it? Very smart. And then Harry shows up and she drops onto the Terrier jet and like, again, it was a little colored for me because I knew she got hurt. Yeah. But it's still exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he nut shots the dude with the jet. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, so funny. And then like Arnold drops him onto the missile, and he pulls out a one liner, but it's not that great considering the rest of the movie is so funny. It's not a very good one liner. What is it? It's you're fired, and then he shoots uh. him as a missile. But what, even like, then, that missile shot—that was like the worst effect of the whole movie. <laughs> Well, man, you could definitely tell it was that guy's stun guy too. No, I don't know. <laughs> but like, 
the rest, the Arnold's one-liners are, are, the, are the greatest when it like is natural. It's well, it's not just as natural, but it also has to do with whatever's going on, right? And and you're fired is a good one-liner, but it would have been better if like that guy worked for him. You know, something like that. Like, it, oh, he used to be part of the organization, and yeah, but like, something like that. Yeah, that, but, I can see that. But, but I mean, obviously, that's that doesn't work for the plot. Is that guy being part of it? So it could so, have like he. That's how he like got all his connections. Uh, is that he's like a rogue agent? Yeah, but if there was something, even if the guy had said something to him earlier, and Arnold just repeated it back to him, you yeah. know, to, sh- to shoot it out. Yeah, like, you're right. It's a little meh. Yeah, like it's it's of all the, the with how funny this movie is. It's kind of sad that it ends on kind of a bad one-liner. <laughs> yeah, like maybe they were getting tired. Too. Maybe they were getting tired too. But that way, it wraps up that now that you know they're the family knows what's up. Yep. And Helen Helen joins joined the, fold. The, the, the the force, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, she is now a, a super spy as well. Mm. Boris and Doris. Boris and Doris. She's very excited and happy, and you can see that their marriage is doing much better because mm-hmm. now he can talk to her about. His day-to-day life. And the daughter is wearing a nice dress instead of a flannel shirt. So, therefore, you know that she's doing better, too. Meanwhile, it's like, no. She was doing just fine in the flannel. I just, yeah. That's one of those, like, cliches where I'm like. The same thing happened in Face Off, which is the other movie I was talking about where I mistake who the kid was. That's the movie I was talking about earlier. The same thing happens there. When she becomes the good girl, she changes her outfit. Like yeah, I'm just like, what, what's up with that? Yeah, it's it's a, it's a cliche in movies. That's exactly what like it all plays like, out to. Like, I am a very well-behaved person, but like around the house, I'm, I'm wearing sweatpants, man. I'm wearing flannel. I'm be comfortable around the house. Mm-hmm. I want to wear like uncomfortable. I'm not gonna wear a dress at home. Wear a nice white dress, hun. Do it. Show you're a good girl. It's Calvin Klein, Daddy. <laughs> oh, this is the only thing I can think of when I think white, like a white dress like uh-huh. that. Is, like call that a dress? Calvin Klein. Right. So then they go off on their mission. And uh and I, I like that it ends on the joke with, with Tom Arnold being like I'm not like the, during the credits. It's just basically the credits are just Tom Arnold bitching <laughs> about the fact because they're, they're doing dancing. the tango and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a great ending. I wish there was more movies. Like, there, I w- I wish there was a sequel to this movie. Like, I really do. Yeah, like it's it, it really is good standalone. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm mm-hmm. not like, but I would watch more. movies. I would watch this. another movie. Like, I would watch them revisit this. Yeah. I mean. Jamie Lee's all about revisiting old stuff these days, it seems. I mean, they're just showing up at her house with a dump truck full of money. It'd yeah. be dumb to turn it down. But if they like revisited this, we're like, they retired. retired. Yeah, yeah. And now Elijah Dushku is like a super spy with a family and she needs their help or something. Well, maybe when James Cameron's done the next four Avatar movies, we can. So never. <laughs> maybe. Uh, well, anyway, that's what we thought of the movie. But critics in 1994 might have had their own thoughts on the movie themselves. So, Laura, why don't you fill us in on some past reviews? So this movie holds a pretty respectable 71% critical and 77 or 76% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Rita Kempley of the Washington Post says, True Lies, far too technologically bloated for its cartoony plot, overestimates the human tolerance for high-tech mayhem. A homeboy, Roger Ebert, said, On the basis of stunts, special effects, and pure action, it delivers sensationally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Oben, Owen, sorry, Owen Gleiberman of Entertainment Weekly said, The fun of an elaborately scaled comic suspense thriller is that no matter how spectacular stunts are the hero always seems to be operating out of the purest pragmatism yep (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's right though because arnold yeah he's very he's pure of heart yes he's Uh, only interested in doing the right thing at the expense of his family life okay so jamie lee curtis won a golden globe for her performance Mm mm-hmm it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Visual Effects and won three Saturn Awards, Best Director, Best Actress, Best Special Effects, and nominated for four others, including Best Picture. And Bill Paxton was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. For Golden Globes? or Yeah. 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 So, so there you go. There you go. Yeah. 
There you go. Yeah. That's true lies. True lies. What did you think, hon? What are you giving it? I'm going to give it a double butter. Uh-huh. It's a lot of fun. It does... There are some issues like we've presented, but because I was reading up on it before we watched it, and yeah, there's a lot of oh, indeterminate, yeah, indiscriminate Arabic, Arabic terrorist. terrorist villains. But we don't get that same sort of complaint about the indiscriminate Latin American terrorists and commando and stuff, no. right? Like it's just, I mean, it, it, they're they're indiscriminate. Uh, Arabic villains, but I never felt that they were like racist. Racially char- yeah, like it wasn't a racist. It's stereotype. not like they were all running around doing that stereotypical like yell that I'm not going to do. That, yeah, you know. Like, I mean, they had that one scene where they shot their guns in the air. I guess, but maybe like that's the stereotype. Do that. Americans do that. Yeah, true. All the time they shoot at hurricanes because somehow that's going to work. Yeah, <laughs> and the bullets fly into the bowling alley across the the, the but, township. But yeah, like there has to be bad guys. Yeah, and. It was the, the, it was the terrorist du jour at the time, right? Yeah, like, it's post Gulf War, right? Yeah, like like we haven't gotten to Chechnyans yet. Latin America's very eighties, mm-hmm. so like we you know it comes in waves. Yep. I mean, so North Korea at some point, like you know, we're gonna have to go somewhere. I mean, Tom Hanks against the the pirates. What is the Sudanese pirates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, I thought you were going with Saving Private Ryan, and I'm like, there's no suit any. Oh, yeah, Captain Phillips. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Nazis are an easy one to Nazis go with. Nazis are an easy But, one. like, because everybody hates Nazis. It's true. We should. But yes, this is also true. Yeah. Anyway. No, but, like, overall, it is a very fun movie. Any small dated flaws that there are, or medium flaws, are outweighed by the fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, is he gaslighting his wife? Yes. Is what he's doing psychologically disgusting? Yes. Is it abusive? Borderline. Is it funny? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I feel terrible saying that, but it's so funny because like, you don't root for him doing this. You're not being like, oh, Arnold, what a smart guy. You're yeah. like, what the hell is wrong with him? Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee, no. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And for me, yeah, there's no question. It's double butter. It's super funny. The action scenes are great. Like, I, you know, I was already saying, like, I, I wish there were more sequels and things like that. Like, I'd happily watch another movie in this universe. Yeah, so, 100%. Bring back Tom Arnold, everything. I don't care. Yeah, throw it together. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, that's it. That's going to do it. Double butters all around. For True Lies. I, I knew when, when it was True Lies, I'm like, there's no way we're not going to like this. But what if? Yeah. You never know. But that will do it for this week's episode. But next week, we will be taking a look at an intense movie, huh? An intense movie. It's so intense. I might have to close my eyes. But I don't want to close my eyes. <gasps> I don't want to fall asleep. Because I'd miss you, baby. And I don't want to miss a thing. We're doing Armageddon next yes! week. Yes! <laughs> I actually almost picked it last week. Oh, really? <laughs> it's funny how that works out. I was sitting there and I'm like... Actually, it's funny. I, I almost picked Speed, which as you noted at the beginning, was like right before this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of why I didn't pick Speed. So, yeah, no, it was kind of funny oh, how that worked yeah, out. Oh, yeah, we've needed some Bruce Willis. I know. It's like, we don't have enough Bruce Willis. We've only had Death Becomes Her, her for yeah. Bruce Willis on, the, on this podcast. I love Yeah. I mean, we're saving diehards for Christmas, right? So. Yeah, no, I love, I love Bruce Willis. I'm very excited. Yeah. So that will be next week. Look forward to that next week. This week's episode of Burnt Popcorn. I am Mike. I'm Laura. And we'll talk to you guys again soon.